What's going on, everybody? Bobby Walker here with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. As always, I just want to give you a big thank you for tuning in. And I just can't help myself. Every time I say tune in, I'm thinking, we're not tuning in to shit. This is not a radio. We're not turning dials. We just hit the play button. But I'm still glad that you're here. So thank you for, for listening. Most of you listening are probably out there doing the grind. You're 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 cleaning the windows, you're cutting the grass, you're pressure washing the thing, you're on a roof right now listening to this podcast. And I think that's really awesome. I know what it's like because I've been there. I've done that. I still do that. And uh, so here's the first thing I want to ask is if you're one of those guys that's out there doing it while you're listening to this, I don't know, leave a little comment on the Journey of a New Entrepreneur Facebook page that said, I listened to that episode while I was doing the thing. That would be kind of, that'd be kind of cool. It'd be some kind of like, I don't know, like we had this spiritual connection, you know what I mean, through a podcast. So that would be neat. But uh, also, I just mentioned the, the Facebook page. Don't forget about the YouTube channel. It's pretty cool. The YouTube channel is like my journey. So that's where you can go and watch me starting from literally day one of the business where I'm like, holy crap, I guess we're doing this, to all the way to where I'm at two and a half years later. You can see the highs. You can see the lows. You can see the stuff that at least I think is funny. Um, you can see the times where my son wants to quit the business because I'm just kind of an asshole and he wants to quit a few times even though he's my business partner and see how we've worked through that and um, it's kind of cool. I ain't going to lie. So check that out on YouTube, Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and then you already know what the podcast is because you're listening to it right now. So um, one more thing. I got to give a big shout out. Uh, you guys have always heard me talk about Responsibid. Responsibid is, uh, it's the most important and my favorite piece of software that I use in my business. And they've started showing a little love to the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. Kurt has actually become a really good friend of mine. And uh, so Responsibid is sponsoring this episode yet again. If you are interested in, um, how, how would I best describe it? What if I said to you, I could give you an employee that will email all of your potential clients as soon as you give them a quote. So you give someone a quote and you don't sell it. I'm going to give you an employee that's going to send them follow-up emails every two days until they decide to buy from you. And then when they do buy, that person's going to automatically just send uh, all the details about the appointment and you don't have to do it. And then whenever you went out and you've completed the work, that person is going to send an immediate follow-up email to make sure everything's happy. And then once a quarter, they're going to send other emails just saying, hey, don't forget about us. And they're going to do that for four years. They're never going to call in sick. They're never going to forget. And they're going to make you money. And I said, eh, this person's going to charge, I forget what all the plans are, but you know, somewhere between $140, $160 a month, a month to hire that person. You'd say, I'd hire them like 10 times over, right? Well, that's what Responsibid does and a lot of other stuff. So if you're interested in Responsibid, go to the J, or not the, but go to the website, jnebid.com. That's J-N-E, like journey of a new entrepreneur, B-I-D, like Responsibid.com. You'll get some special pricing there being a journey of a new entrepreneur listener, and they're just really cool. So Kurt, thank you for that. Love you, bro. Hope all is well. And, and I'm not going to lie. So, Ryan, I haven't even introduced you yet, but I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm a little bitter. Kurt's a good friend of mine. He sponsors the podcast. I don't think he listens. I don't think he listens to my show, man. What's, uh, so, if those of you that, that know Kurt, I need you to shoot him a message and just be like, dude, what's up? Bob's feelings are hurt. So, today, I've got a really cool guest. Um, you guys are going to kind of get a two for one. We are going to do the typical, you know, 
just hear someone's story, hear about their entrepreneur journey, but we're also going to hear about how uh, those of you that are service business owners specifically, or maybe I should say especially, not specifically, but especially the guys that are um, seasonal, where the wintertime kind of slow down, slows down for you. Ryan is going to share with us ways that you can actually make money and not just a little bit. Like I know some people doing this make a lot of money in the wintertime hanging Christmas lights. And I remember the first time I heard it, I thought, huh, I kind of had the same thought that I had about window cleaning. And I'm like, who the hell hangs Christmas lights for a living? And now that I know some people, I'm like, oh, people that make a lot of money hang Christmas lights for a living. So, so anyway, we're going to learn about both of those things. So make sure you guys listen all the way to the end because Ryan's going to give you some good tips and tricks if that's something that uh, you would like to do to add to your business for that slow time. So with no further ado, I want to introduce to you Ryan Fox, right out of Atlanta, right? Or you're in, yep. or, yeah, right out of Atlanta, Georgia. And Ryan, I think you and I, did we meet at the huge convention last year or was yeah. it? This? Okay, I we thought so. Last year, but then we actually talked, started talking this year in the responsible bin booth. Okay, okay, yeah, I remember. When I signed up. Yeah, yes. Oh, you, you saw, I forgot about that. What a great, what a great plug for responsible bin. Um, so the, um, Last year or this year, did you ever hear my story about Hetty? Did I? Oh yeah. yeah, last year. Yeah. Last year, okay. That's a pretty epic story, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I talked about this on the last time I've recorded, and I'm thinking of I, don't spoil it because like the Hetty thing is kind of one of those things I got in my back pocket. It's probably like the most inspirational, epic story that I have, <laughs> and um, I kind of like it to just come up organically. But I've thought about doing a Hetty episode of the entrepreneur podcast so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna throw it out there if you want to hear the story of hetty most inspirational thing you will ever hear um i don't know give me a give me an itunes review that says love the show let's hear about hetty and that's like h-e-a-d-d-i-e hetty okay um and and let me know let, let me know that you guys want to hear about it but but you heard the story was it like freaking blow your mind amazing yeah, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> it was it was neat. Like everybody has to hear it at least once. I think I I agree too. And then once you hear it, it just like goes with you forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just oh, like yeah. one of those things where it's like when you're down in the dumps, you're like, it, it's just there's that moral of that story. But you call Bobby and be like, tell me about Hedy again. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> so Ryan, listen, thank you, dude, for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, I I had a good time chatting with you at uh, the uh, the huge convention in um. Uh, Branson here and uh, I gosh I don't even think we talked that long but I, I just remember I was like dude we need to do a podcast this is just just fun stuff and the Christmas light thing I think is great and would add a lot of value and and you and I chatted a little bit and like you've been an entrepreneur basically your whole life right yep. just kind of doing it yourself so uh, I'll I'll spoil one thing that you're probably going to share but like you had told me that you've only worked for like two people ever and yep. I'm assuming that wasn't for like 15 years each, you know, it's probably yeah. just a short period of time. So time, that's yeah. really cool. And I'm actually kind of jealous of you for that because I just started doing this two and a half years ago and, yeah. and I feel like I'm doing what I was made to do now. And I'm like, God, I wish, you know, I'm 41. I'm like, I wish I was doing this when I was in my twenties. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so Ryan, give us that 60 second overview, just a little bit of like, here's who I am. Here's kind of the flavor of my life. And then let's just dig in and start talking while you do, while you're talking, I'm going to have a drink of this. Miller Lite, also sponsored by Miller Lite. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Bobby, for having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, I actually listened to your podcast uh, already, so some oh, awesome. great stuff. 
even even though I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, there's still some good tidbits you can get out of it. So uh, thank you. Yeah, but thank yeah, you, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I started my very first business when I was like seven, actually, uh, lemonade stand and with me and my sister and another brother and sister. And we, uh, we made like $35 the first day cause they're building houses in our neighborhood. And, um, I got the idea. I'm like, let's reinvest the money and buy Cokes and cookies and pretzels and all this stuff and sell it to them. Well, they all wanted their cut. So they all took their cut and got out and I reinvested <laughs> and ran it for like two more weeks by myself. And, then they wanted back in and my dad told them tough luck. Like, tough luck. <laughs> That's all business is. You, he bought you, he pretty much paid you out of it and that was it. So, um, that was my first real taste of it. Um, I always liked saving money and liked money and my dad owned his own business. So I grew up around it. Um, I was one of the lucky ones that got to see by example. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started mowing yards at about 11 in the neighborhood. Um, I was doing like, I don't know, about 10 grand, uh, about 11, 12, 13, 14 years old in my neighborhood. Wow. Going yards. Yeah. I just would go around and my dad's riding a mower with the cart in the back and the push mower and the blower and the weed eater and knock on people's doors and make flyers. And that's so, awesome. Yeah. Flyers work by the way. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I did that. And then, um, when I was actually 18, no, sorry, sorry. Take it back. 16. My dad, uh, went and bought me all commercial stuff and said, I'm your bank. You got to pay me back this loan in two years. Um, no interest, but he said, you got to pay me back in two years. Here's your monthly note. And I paid him back in just a year. Um, hmm. did that up into college, mowing yards and got into landscaping. And then, um, after that's when I worked for two other people just doing sales really. So I was 1099, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much self-employed almost. Yep. Um, but I did sales for two people for a tree service and landscaping company for about a year and a half total, I think. Um, and then, uh, me and my business partner now, he came, he was, he got laid off from a landscaping company and decided, Hey, let's, uh, let's, um, let's pretty much start a company. He, he, he didn't have work going on and I, I didn't like working at the company I was working on. So we started a tree service business. Um, there's a bunch of a flood here in 09 and we just started knocking on doors and selling tree work and he had a dump truck and I had chainsaws and we got insurance and had $150 to each of our names and said, either we make this work or we got to go work at like Best Buy or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, we made it work and, uh, but it was like one of the toughest times to start a business because of the recession. Yeah. Uh, nobody would give us loans, especially 23. Who's going to give you a loan? Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to pay cash for everything. We grew that. Um, and then a couple years into that, we got, and with the weekend crystals lights, um, started to do something to supplement the winter time. Yep. Been doing that for eight years now. Um, and then five years ago we got started doing uh, power washing and gutter cleaning. Um, after we did that and saw that how much of a scalable business that is, we got out of the tree business. And so now we've been doing the power washing, gutter cleaning and, uh, Christmas lights since then. Um, I'm married, been married for five years, my wife, and we have a 16 month old boy. Um, so that's pretty much it. Awesome. That's a good, that is good stuff, man. That's, I, uh, my favorite part is the, uh, the siblings that wanted to get back in after you bought them out and like, yeah, ain't happening. (laughs) Yeah. My dad was like, no, no, it's not happening. I love it. That's awesome. Well, and then the lawn mowing thing, it's like, it's funny. I have people, I think, I guess everything is just relative, you know, it's like, you know, some things are extreme to someone that's like, not in that and then but it's totally normal for like someone like you because like I, I told someone i was like yeah my son he wanted to buy this thing a mouthpiece for band and he had he has a regular job and he'd been working but he really wanted it and 
he wanted me to throw him a little cash to help him get there. And I'm like, Nope, I'm not doing it, but I'll pay for the gas and the lawnmower. Just go, go hit some yards. And he went out and he hit, he, I think he did three or four jobs that day and yeah. got the money he needed and went on. And I told the story online cause I was really proud of him, but everyone was like, that's like the most amazing thing ever. And I'm like, well, he is 16. I mean, it's not like, uh, it's not like he's a four year old out there running. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like, yeah. I, I'm proud of him, but you know, you know, it's a good start. So, but that, but that that's a really cool story. So, did you do any other little things, or was it just like you did the the lemonade thing, then you did the mowing thing, and then it was like after sales, you just started doing the trees? Yeah, um, I mean, when I was in middle school, I would sell suckers at school and stuff for like quarters. I got the idea I would do that and sell that and make money. And I was always trying to make money one way or the other. I mean, I was I was the kid in class that had the whole spreadsheet, and I was like, if I picked up three more yards, I can make this much more a month. And you know, uh, I'd come home and tell my dad, and you know, he, my dad was always really good with um, me, um, showing me about finances and being a business owner and stuff. And um, he let me sit in with his financial meetings when I was a kid. He's like, you can sit here and listen to us, but you don't don't talk. You can ask me questions afterwards and stuff. Yeah. So um, my sister, what did your dad do? Uh, he actually brokered turf grass. So he was like just a middleman for the sod farm. So he didn't work for the sod farmers, but he was just a broker for him. So like the landscapers and builders here in Atlanta would call and want like a turf grass to sod delivered to five pallets. And so he worked pretty much uh, a broker deal with them to get it from the sod farms in South Georgia and Alabama and stuff to get it at a discounted rate. Cause he was ordering like 20 loads at a day, you know, oh, coming wow. up from there. So he was making like pennies on the dollar, but I mean, he was, he was probably making, Bring a lot of dollars. He's millions of dollars, yeah, of yeah. revenue, you know. So um, it was all out of his house. He had like two guys that worked with him out of our basement. And so I got the benefit of watching my dad start his business. And we had, when I was little, I had, we had nothing, like nothing, like barely scratching by. And then my dad actually building his business. And then um, actually when, when I was in high school, my we lost everything. So I got to see my dad lose everything, two houses, property in South Georgia, like we hunted on and everything. And I started how to pay all my own stuff, right? like uh-huh. age 19, 20. Um, so it was pretty much like, here you go. Like, good luck, you know? Um, but I look at it now and I think it's helped make me who I am today. Like yeah. that's, I think a lot of, actually I had a talk with Elena um, from the conquer mm-hmm. uh, coach and she, we were talking about it at the dinner at the huge convention. And she said a lot of really successful people I meet have some kind of turmoil or some kind of bad thing in their life that made them, come out the other side and we were talking about that and stuff. And she said, that was probably yours. She's like, because you got pretty much thrown to the wolves and you had no choice, but to make it work, you know? Yep. Um, So that was, that was pretty much, you know, what happened. I mean, it was, it was, it sucked, but it was the same time I saw, you know, it all can be gone tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you know? Now you're not a female, so I can confidently ask you how old you are. So how old are you now? 34. 34. Okay. So this here's, so what you said you're 24 ish when you did the added the pressure 23 when you added the pressure washing or when you got no, it that's when we, 23 when we added we started doing the tree work so we've been in that we that's been going for 10 years now pressure okay. washing has been going for we're on our fifth year now so you're still doing the tree stuff i thought you had said no, no we got out of it oh you got it but that, it would, that uh okay. three years ago okay very good so actually that was a tough decision if you want to talk about that that was yeah. um we, me and my business partner, we were making money. I mean, we were probably doing $400,000 a year in tree removal and stuff. And, but we got burned out on it. We, uh, we weren't, everything was referral based. There was no, we didn't have a website. We didn't have, 
we had home advisor we were getting a lot of stuff on but that was it we didn't do any kind of advertising and we were working on the cruise and um so we decided one day we were like we need to find something else and that's when the we got into power washing and stuff but we almost had to take three steps back to take two steps forward um our revenue went down to like below 300,000 that next year i mean it was we really had to take like it was tough you know like yeah we're both married and have you know families and stuff and everything, but we knew it's what we had to do. We both had like knew it. Um, so that was really tough, but now we're on the other side of that. And, um, you know, last year with everything with lights and power washing, we did 575,000 and this year we're on track nice. to do a million. So dude, that's impressive. That's awesome. And yeah. you've been doing the lights how many years now? Eight years, eight years. Okay. If, for those of you listening, I know I'm not, I, I like try to take notes, but I try to take notes and then try to pay attention and, and he probably already said eight years on the Christmas light thing. I just, it's hard for me. It's hard. No, it's not, yeah. And I'm in fairness, I'm probably like three beers in too. So, you know, that, <laughs> that doesn't help either. But, um, so on the, uh, pressure washing stuff. So that's the bulk of your business, obviously during the spring, summer, fall. Yeah. And then uh, what's the, so th- let's just say this year, let's just say if you finish at a million, you know, yeah. like, let's just say you do. Um, million exactly what what percentage that's going to be the pressure washing gutter stuff and what percentage would be the trees or trees pretty, pretty oh, close to 50 50 really okay yeah. and then the christmas light thing that's about three months of your life right so it'll start this year it'll probably start the end of september first week of october because we do we do some big commercial jobs mm-hmm. we do one at destin florida and outdoor shopping center and one in hilton head um, south carolina that we picked up last year on three-year deals so those two jobs we can do really early Mm-hmm. Uh, versus like the residential stuff they don't want it some people strive you doing at the end of october um but your first year getting into it you'll start like november 1st you know yeah. um around there but as we start building our customer base up and everything you know some people want you to come earlier and stuff and everything so but yeah it's it's a good solid i'd say three months for us right now that we're we're we're, we're busy doing it but i mean our wives know that like we're super busy that time of year that like, Hey, don't ask me what time I'm going to be home. Like, yeah. no, I'm going to work every Saturday. We don't work Saturdays the rest of the year for that reason, really. Um, unless we have like a jo- one off job, like we have one this Saturday that has to be done at a uh, commercial building. But besides that, we try not to work a lot of Saturdays, but those that time of year we do because mm-hmm. it's a short season to make that money. Yeah. Uh, so you have to make it. It's not like you can just push it off another week because you push off another week. It was Christmas, you know, so nobody yeah. wants to pay you three grand to put lights up and, um, have them up for two days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's about half and half for us right now. Um, and it probably will stay that way even next year, I bet too. I mean, it's as much as we're growing the lights. So, well, I'm going to tell you, man, the, the people that I've talked to that are doing that, it's really, it's really hard on me right now because it's like, it look it's so appealing. The problem yeah. is it's during, it's right in the middle of my busy season. You know, Florida, it's like, yeah. yeah, like I'm, you know, here in Florida, we're the opposite of like, I, like, you know, Connor, I'd call him a buddy. We don't know each other well, but yeah, we're yeah. Very friendly to each other. But I know, you know, a guy, you know, Connor Graham, who's down here uh, less than an hour from me. And uh, I know he's kind of in the network that you are on the Christmas light thing. Yep. I don't know how the hell he does it. I don't know how he does Christmas lights when this is like, which I think he might do more commercial work than I do maybe on the pressure washing thing, but residentially November November for me is like April for every other pressure washer yeah. or window cleaning company in the rest of the country. That is the big month for us. So, so when, uh, it's probably a win, not an if, but when I do the Christmas light thing, 
I can't do it as a supplement. I'm going to, it's just going to have to be a whole new business because I'm in a good market. I think, you know, I could probably in year one yeah. probably do pretty well just because of the demand that's there. And I just can't do it right now. I'd love to do it this year, but uh, I, I hope I can do it next year, but I don't yeah. even know be able to swing that. So yeah, no, I know. What you, I, know I mean, I dealt with Connor. I've dealt with a couple other guys um, in Florida that have signed up and stuff where we've trained. Um, and a lot of the guys, that's what they say. And the reason why, and if you ask Connor, he'll tell you the same thing is that he makes more revenue. If he did, if you go out and do, you know, $2,000 pressure washing job in a day, say for example, though that same two guys could go do $2,000 of Christmas lights, two or $3,000, but the profit margins are way higher on lights. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. So, so for him, he keeps like one guy or two guys usually going and doing some uh, pressure washing. Mm -hmm. um, but we keep a crew. We'll keep last year. We didn't cause we got those two jobs out of state and everything got thrown to us at the last second. Like always, why not? You know, mm -hmm. it's going to make it most all, difficult as it can be. Um, but this year we're keeping a crew cause we are really big in gutter cleaning. So we do, we 80% of our work is multifamily um, apartments and condos and stuff for outback for pressure washing gutter cleaning. So mm -hmm. we do, we do tons of gutter cleaning come fall. So we're going to actually keep a hybrid crew three days a week doing gutter cleaning and three days a week, they'll go split off and do lights. And then nice. the next week we'll do the next three days will be lights. So they'll be back to back six days of lights. And then the next three days will be gutter cleaning. Mm -hmm. So that way they're still getting jobs done. Um, Cause we do a lot of apartments that want to be done, but a lot of the apartments will let me push it off until we get done hanging lights in the middle of December. So usually between December 15th and like Christmas, I think last year we did like $40,000 worth of gutter cleaning. Wow. wow. So okay. It was like all hands on deck. It was like, everybody's going to clean gutters, you know? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so tell me a little bit about your business. So how many crews do you got, uh, working for you? How many guys does that consist yeah. of? And all that? So we have, um, it's me and my business partner. I do all the sales and marketing. My uh, business partner, Brett Madison does runs operations. He's actually running one of the crews right now. Um, we're hoping here soon to get him off of the crew. So he's just a straight operations manager. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have three full-time technicians right now and we have an office manager. Um, and then we're, I'm trying to hire more guys. Um, so is that five techs total? Is that what, is, am I doing the math? Four right? technicians total. Oh, four total. Right. Okay. But come Christmas time, we'll hire, I'll probably have to hire six to eight guys, mm -hmm. seasonal guys to do that. Is that easy or is that difficult to get those seasonal it's guys? It's pretty easy. Yeah. It's been harder to, it's usually harder for us to get, find full-time people than it is to find seasonal people. Really? I don't know why, but it is. Is it um, easy? So on the Christmas light thing, um, excuse me, I'm going to cough real quick. Let me uh, mute this. So, well, I can't mute it. Hold on. Let me cough. <clears throat> Sorry, listeners. I tried to get as far away as possible. I'm having a problem with my mute button. Um, is the training on the Christmas lights, is that difficult or is that pretty easy when you get one of these seasonal guys? Yeah. So what we try to do for, with us, we try to run three, four man crews. So usually one or two of the guys in the crew will be guys that have either worked with us, whether it's been a season before or worked with me all year during power washing. So a lot of times they know how we work and they know how we operate. And so it's really easy to get them untrained up on it. Mm -hmm. And then we usually put one or two other guys that are seasonal guys. Um, and most of those guys aren't going to be the guys we're getting on the, on the roof. They might be the guys that are getting on ladders or wrapping a tree or bushes or getting stuff from the truck and putting the bulbs in. Um, but it's, the training's not too bad. You know, if you need six guys, hire eight. Cause mm -hmm. a couple of them aren't going to work out. Yeah. Um, it, it happens every season. I mean, we had, we were out of town in Destin. One guy quit. We were out of, we were out of town in Hilton and after that, right before Thanksgiving, one of the guys quit, you know? Um, so it, it, it happens. I mean, 
it's just part of the game. So, I mean, we just know that we hire more people, but I mean, when you're doing that kind of revenue, I'm not worried about yeah. if I have one extra person on payroll, it's not going to matter at the end of the day. I mean, we're just trying to get the work done. You got to get the work done. Yeah. That's more that you make more money getting the work done with a little extra fat than you do being trim and not getting all the work done. Right. Exactly. Cause it's such a short season. So you got to think about that. It's not doing power washing. You can stretch it out to the whole year. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's a little different mindset. Um, mm-hmm. Most of my guys love it. My technicians, they all love coming to do Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, they love the time of year and they also love it. I give most of my guys that are with me all year, a dollar raise during that time of year, just for the season. Cause we work so many hours and then they're getting overtime. I mean, some of my technicians are probably making over a thousand dollars in a week. Oh, nice. During, during Christmas light time, you know, if not more. Um, so they love it cause going into Christmas, they're making these big paychecks, you know, yeah. so if they're kids or whatever, they want to buy, you know, more presents and stuff. So we really do take care of them. And then another thing we do is, if they're seasonal guys, I give them a bonus to stay with us through the install season. So about December 15th, and they get a bonus for that. They stay the whole time. And then if they come back and they're, they're there for the takedown in January, they get another bonus. But they lose that if they're not there, right? Yeah. If they leave yeah. yeah. So oh, that's a good, it's a good idea. Yeah. And then my, my guys that are with me all year, they just get a big Christmas bonus, usually like the first week in December, mm-hmm. um, around the 7th or 10th. Um, we give them a big Christmas bonus and that has to do with how long they've been with us and what their role was and, you know, nice. with that. So, awesome. um, yeah, so most of my guys, you know, know that and, you know, but yeah, but it's, it's a great business. I mean, um, we've, we've done a bunch of trainings already this year. We have, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five more coming up, um, across the country. So, um, I was down in Orlando a couple weeks ago doing one. We did one in Branson, um, actually in Springfield right after the huge convention and um put it on i put i put that on me and my business partner and uh, ran that one so um the one in orlando was one of our largest ones we had like 38 people there i think or something no really yeah i think i had a no he didn't come here uh i think he went to one of your other locations i think i had a friend here but i don't think so so but uh yeah i i, I should have went i just i'm not ready you know what i mean it's like i'm just not ready to do it but it's like talking to you now i'm like hmm, maybe i can do christmas lights this year <laughs> uh i don't i think i'm uh the business we've been doing so much, you know, in marketing for aggressive growth. It's like I'm so cash poor in the business right now because we're putting it all right back in. I, oh yeah, I don't need another girlfriend. That's that's for sure. So no, that's I, I understand, man. We were we were doing this before we did the power washing and gutter cleaning. So it was like it was you know it's a little different for us. Um, mm-hmm. But you know we would we wouldn't get rid of it because of the amount of money and revenue we make. I mean, yeah. well, I've got a friend that's doing it, and um, he's he's in Colorado. And I think this is going to be his fourth season and in his third season. And I don't know if this is exceptional, normal or less than exceptional for, you know, typical, but in his third season, he did a hundred thousand dollars or no, I'm sorry. He did $200,000 in revenue in season three. Yeah. And he netted 50, he was at a 50% net on, on his stuff. So, you know, and for him, he's saying that it was, you know, a three month, you know, three months of work basically yeah. what he did. And I'm just like, he, he's thinking about selling his window cleaning companies. He's thinking about, ah, screw the window thing. I'll window seasonal lights are seasonal. I make all this money doing lights. I'll just, uh, <laughs> I'll do the one that's less, you know, less time involved. So it's, it's, well, honestly, what we're trying to do, I'm trying to grow the pressure washing gutter cleaning to a point to where I don't have to be there, but like maybe 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we can focus on the Christmas lights. And we're trying to get into more year-round lighting. So we've been doing some landscape lighting. We do events and weddings and stuff like that. Um, patio lights for people around their pools and stuff. Um, so we've been getting into more of that. So that's kind of where we're headed um, because if I can get the, you know, power washing and stuff up to like a couple million and it's just running over here by itself and I'm just taking a paycheck, you know, every year from it, then yeah. that'd be awesome. You know, so. well, you know, that's, that's my goal too. Like with the pressure washing company, it's like, I, I've got, there's two things. One, I just, so, so I want like gold, gold leaf plated chocolate bonbons, you know I mean? I have, yeah. I have rich taste. I, you know, I, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't like, I don't drive. I, I don't like necessarily desire these like, crazy cars i mean it'd be cool to have or or you know like designer clothes and all that it's like th that stuff doesn't make my world go around but like doing stuff i like to do things that i can't yeah. you know what i mean so like i have these big goals that i want to hit and for one it's just like pressure washing and window cleaning like i mean you can make a lot of money doing it you absolutely can now oh, yeah. um you know i'm i'm not going to be an owner operator not because it's beneath me it's just because one i don't want to Two, I am like I'm dealing with guys. I'm so old, guys. This is embarrassing. I'm so old. I'm like uh, I've got like arthritis, and my I've been hobbling around for the last week in my foot because arthritis flares up and all this crap, and my other knee is going out on me, and I'm just like I just don't want to be the owner operator. But um, and then I also have uh, um, business partners, so it's like a a pressure washing company. You can only get so big. B, I got to split my profit with some other people. So this thing will put me in position where, you know, I want to build it up where I'm doing the, you know, maybe I'm doing five hours a week instead of 10 yeah, or two. I don't know. Whatever I can I get mean, it done. I would love to get there. So yeah. <laughs> goal, actually, so at the huge convention of the mastermind, our mine and my business partner's goal is, um, by his wife's a teacher. So we want our, both our wives, they work right now. So that's what's given us the benefit to put so much money back in the company and grow mm -hmm. really fast. Um, we're paying ourselves pretty small salaries mm -hmm. um, because of that. And so our goal is by 2020, June of 2021, um, we want them both to be able to quit working. Um, and so that's our goal. And to be able to do that, I think we need to be working about 10 hours a day. I mean a week, sorry, not a day, um, a week. Mm -hmm. And, um, you do we need to be hitting about $2 million in revenue between yeah. the companies. Um, so, you know, we pretty much wrote that out and that's there and, you know, everything, my coach knows it, Tim crawl. So mm -hmm. we, you know, we know it and that's, that's what we're working awesome. for. So. Now, how long have you been? So Tim Kroll, you, you mentioned your coach. So you're in Conquer, which yeah. is a, it's a, I think if we really simplified it, we would say it's a coaching and accountability uh, program is that probably yeah, exactly. a real simple way to describe it so you get assigned a coach and then you're you're in these like accountability slash mastermind groups that you meet weekly in and yada 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 um so i'm in it uh, i was actually i had a mastermind group already uh that i met with and all three me and the other two guys that were in mine we all joined conquer and we just took our group you know <laughs> i did a conquer and then added a coach on top of it That's but cool. um uh so how long have you been in conquer were you one of the original people that started yeah. back in january yeah. Nope. We got in March. Oh, in March. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right at the beginning of March, I think is what it was mid March something like that. Um, but yeah, it's been phenomenal. Um, I can't, I can't speak highly enough about it. I mean, yeah. I don't, we, we probably honestly without conquer, I would have probably gone around 800,000. Mm -hmm. So I can probably say that $200,000 of our revenue this year, I can probably t trace back to just because of conquer. That's a nice ROI right there. Yeah. That's a really good. ROI. I mean, yeah. it's like not, do you take away the accountability and the coaching? Mm -hmm. And you just talk about the systems they have in place in Basecamp. Mm -hmm. 
like that stuff alone is worth gold. Like yeah. you don't like having my office manager, I just like print something off in there. I'm like, here, we need to, we need to make this for us and I'll give it to her and give her what I want it to do. And like literally like within an hour, it's on my desk and she's like, here you go. I got it fixed up. Like, I'm like, Oh sweet. Awesome. So we've, we've put so many systems in our business this year, which has helped us fine tune it to get, you know, our average tickets gone up. I mean, we've, we've just really gotten dialed in on what we're, what we're wanting to do and where we're trying to go and everything. And so it's been, it's been really good. I mean, it's, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I love it. And, um, the, uh, you know, just having the coach that's been, I think for me, the big thing. And it's like, I'm, I'm actually, I've really been like struggling. Like I'm, I'm really trying to put a strong face on for everyone, <laughs> you know, but it's like, I'm just like, so not achieving my goals this year. And, and I've, I think I've identified it. I know I have. And, and yeah. I, I'm the one that's been the, I'm the problem there, you know, but, but uh, actually I just did a couple things even today to that's I'm ready to make a big change to, to kick things in high gear. But, um, but having a coach has, I think helped me keep the wheels from falling off. So, so even though I am having a good year, like we're having a much better the year than last year, I'm just not yeah. necessarily achieving the goals that I wanted to achieve. But, uh, there's just been some times where, whether it's discouragement where I needed a guy that's been there and done that, just kind of slap me and say, get, you know, get out of this. You're, you're, you're okay. Just keep pushing, you know, keep, keep chopping wood as Latimer always says Oh yeah. Um, to other things that are some good strategic things where, where he, uh, he's just been like, listen, dude, do this thing, do this thing, do this thing, do this thing. And I do these four little things and I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, it's like magic. It just, just freaking works. So, uh, yeah, I, I love conquer as well. Um, uh, unnatural segue here. Um, amateur podcast host alert. Uh, so unnatural segue, uh, you've mentioned your wife, uh, you got kiddos. Yep. 16 month old boy. Just the one. Okay. Congratulations on that. So you're sleeping now again, or if he's at 16 months, right? Oh yeah. He sleeps from about eight, eight 30 at night till about seven 30, eight o'clock in the morning. So good stuff. That's awesome. You know, actually I haven't released it yet, but it'll actually, I'm probably going to release this episode before, I just did one with uh, John Dizzlecamp. I don't know if you know him. He's not in our industry, but he's he's in a cleaning industry. Just doesn't okay. do what we do exactly. But uh, he has a, a little one that's just uh, less than six months old, and we were talking about this, uh, and he's just like, "Dude, the sleep, man, oh. the sleep just is so hard." And Dude, like, it was, is, you know. Yeah. So my wife had a really rough. She she pushed for like four hours. So. Oh, wow. She was she was hurting when we came home. Let's just say so she couldn't get out of bed to like when he was crying when we first got home, and so I would have to like jump out of bed every couple hours and go get him. And like I'm like, you yeah. know, I'm like I'm like having like I'm like having barely any sleep, and I got to get up at like six in the morning to go run you know bids and stuff and everything. And it was a tough couple months. Like I, I just remember like coming home and feeling like a zombie at days. Like yeah. I was like I just I don't even know what I did today. Like I don't even know like how I made it through everything. And you know I think. I think I did become a little more focused though once I had my son, if that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I knew what I was doing before, but I think, you know, once I have him and I look at him and I'm like, cause we, part of my, why, my, me and my business partner's main why is family. And like, obviously, cause we want to have our wives be able to stay at home with our kids and everything and not have to work um, unless they want to obviously. Yeah. Um, but that's part of it. And then my other part is, you know, my legacy for him and everything. And for, if we have other kids and everything. So I think now that, that's like hyper-focused for us. Well, I mean, everybody has that same story, you know, whether your kid was planned or not, um, they show up and they do, they just change everything and in a great way. And it's like, 
I always have this little thing. I've said it on the podcast a lot. Uh, I, my my kids are awesome. We we have a good time just teasing each other. But I always say, I love you, just not very much, you know. But <laughs> but my kids, they are. They're great. And you know, mine are a little older. I don't know if you met them at the huge convention or not. Uh, you, I met your son, yeah, Caleb. Okay, yeah. so he's my oldest. He's twenty, and then. Um, my daughter Eden, she is 17, and then my youngest son Aaron is 16. And, uh, you know, it's just cool. You know, when they get older, it's like it gets easier, but it kind of doesn't because, especially when they're a girl, holy, don't have girls, guys. Um, holy crap, that's just so far when they start dating and, and all that stuff. And, uh, but, but one thing that is cool is they, you know, they start to get their own personalities and their own senses of humor. And it's like, with each of your kids, you kind of get your thing with each yeah. one of them, you know? So it's like with, with, you know, my oldest with Caleb, we've kind of become, um, I don't know, just, we're just buddies. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just, we, you know, we're at that age now where you can. Yeah. Where we can. Yeah. And then my daughter, um, her and I, she's just, she's just a real smart ass, you know, and just real mean. She's like me. And so we just kind of have a good time just kind of like being mean to each other, I guess. And then my youngest, he has kind of almost like that dad, uh, dad joke sense of humor, you know? So he and I, yeah. we just make each other crack up. You know, we just <laughs> have good laughter together. And, and I don't even want to share the kinds of jokes because they're just so, they're like inside jokes and so cringy. It'd be, it's hilarious to us, but everyone else would be like, really, Bob, that's yeah. pathetic. But, but kids are great. <laughs> My whole point is kids are great. And uh, I'll give you the advice I give everyone because everyone's going to, everyone has already given you a million pieces of, of advice. And I'm going to give you one that a lot of people already have, but just embrace and make a point to remember this time. And uh, I was really young when I, when I had my kids, Caleb was born. I had just turned 21 when he was born. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, I have so few memories of when they were just little bitty because I was a young, dumb kid and not, uh, you know, you, you have an advantage because you're older than me, but I just wish I had more memories of back then, you know, than, yeah. than I do. And, and of course we didn't have all these fancy, fancy iPhones and everything. So I didn't, couldn't take videos and photos every time I turned around, but, but that's oh, good yeah, stuff. That's amazing. I like, everybody's like, let me see a picture of your son. And I'm like showing everybody pictures. <laughs> you know, asking me and stuff, so. so normally I would ask something, but you've already answered it. I would say like, okay, what are your goals and everything? But we know now, that uh in that actually in that mastermind we did at the huge convention which was actually really awesome but so in 2021 by june you guys want to be i don't know if if you mean to be at two million by june or just two million that year but one way or the other you're going to do two million. actually i'm hoping to be at two million then of 2020 so that'll be well we should hit that before then but the reason why we made it that june is because his wife will have to finish her year out till ah, okay fair enough so so two million plus in that year yeah. Wives able to quit if they want to, and you spending 10, 10 hours in your business, so are yeah. in the current business, so you can focus more yeah. on, on the other stuff. So, so that's awesome. That's really cool. Let's kind of change gears a little bit here. Um, let's talk a little more about like the nuts and bolts thing on the Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah because I mean, the your story is really cool. I can't wait to get to know you better now. To be honest with you, I, <laughs> this has been fun, and it was fun talking to you and Branson, but. Um, the I think all we really had up until now is Hetty, which probably is enough. You know, Hetty, the Hetty yeah. story, that's probably enough to have between two grown men to have a bond. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, as you're telling this, I'm like, you're just really, you're shaming me. I'm just like, Bob, what the hell is wrong with you? 
if he, if he's doing this, why can't you be doing this, Bob? So now I'm going to have to like go work harder. Thanks to you. But, uh, so maybe I'll work harder doing Christmas lights. So let's do this. Talk a little bit about, um, cause you're a part of an organization. Um, it's kind of a twofold thing, yep. uh, uh, a training side, and then you got a licensing side yep. and, um, and both are very valuable. So just kind of give us an overview of like what those things are and then we'll kind of dive in from there. Okay. So yeah, so um, the two organizations um, is called CLIPA. One's called CLIPA Christmas Light Installation Pro Association. And um, the other one is called We Hang Christmas Lights. That's the licensee part. Um, and uh, the two owners of that are Josh Trees and Matt uh, Hyden. They're in, out of California. Um, We've been with them for eight years. We've been, me and my business partner have been trainers for them for five, either five or six years. I don't know. I can't remember. I have to go back and look. But either, I think this would be the fifth year. Yeah, the fifth year. No. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But we've been putting trainings on for them um, through the CLIPA um, organization now. So before they used to do it all underneath just the weekend Christmas lights, but then we decided that they wanted to go out and start doing the training and offer it to anybody. Why should it just be the people that are licensees? We should train anybody because it helps the whole, um, field. Um, yeah. you know, if we're, if we're bidding, if me in Atlanta, if I'm bidding at somebody that's been properly trained and knows how to price properly, that's way better than the chuck in a truck. Cause I like to call it a, what, a rising tide raises all ships. Exactly. Yeah. And so the way I, I, and I love, this is one of my things and I tell everybody this Bobby um, is all the knowledge that I have, I can't take it with me when I, all I'm going to do is take it with me when I'm die. So why don't I help other people? Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah. because you know, I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's part of my legacy, you know, is, and I actually really do love teaching and helping and coaching other people and stuff. So um, it really plays into something that truly like feeds my soul almost, you know? Mm -hmm. So we've been, we've been doing that. Um, we've been doing the trainings this year. I think uh, I want to say they had probably about 10 trainings this year, um, go on and around the country. They've already had uh, about five of them. There's five more going on. Um, so there's five more. There's one going on this week in Rancho Santa Margarita, California. There's one going in Dallas, Texas, September 13th and 14th. Um, there's one here in Atlanta, Georgia, um, September 21st and 22nd. There's one in Omaha, Nebraska, September 26th and 27th. And then Milwaukee, Wisconsin, October 10th and 11th. Hmm. Um, and uh, I can send those to you afterwards in case you want to post. Yeah, them well, what we'll do, uh, uh, what we'll do, are those on your website too? Yeah, they're on the website. So, uh, which is, is it that the, is that the clipawebsite.com? Yep, clipawebsite.com. So Just I'll put that, in, yeah, I'll put that in the show notes, but, uh, the clip, so it's C L I, uh, is it P, -A. yeah, C L I P A website.com. And you can get all those, uh, the, the best thing about putting that up there is not only will they see those, but if someone listens to this in the future, they can still go there and get the upcoming ones that they exactly. scheduled as well. So yeah, cause there'll be, there'll be new ones next year. Obviously it's a yearly thing. They'll be done this time of year. Um, and they usually start them. I think they started them in July this year. Um, so it usually yeah. goes from July till the first of October. Uh, but yeah, that's, um, they can go in there and get all the information. Um, let me ask you this question real quick. So yeah. for guys that, uh, let's say best practice, not, you yeah. know, you got best and you got acceptable and then you got, eh, I probably shouldn't have done that. So best practice, if a guy is going to, um, be doing Christmas lights for his first year, yep. um, when does he need to be like, I guess if we said selling, that would mean you got the business structure in place and yep. you have your training in place, I would imagine, because if yeah. you're selling, you're getting 
fairly close to install for the most part, I would imagine. Yeah. So when do guys need to be ready to sell? So they, they, need to, they need to know how to do it. They need to have their business structure in place. Um, at what point in the year do they need to be ready to actually get going? Probably your first year, about the middle of October, you're going to start selling. Okay. Um, if you're ready before that, like, I mean, we're getting leads now, but I mean, that's been eight years in the making. I mean, right. I think we had two or three calls today come in, you know, um, uh, we have, you know, I, I think I'm looking at five or six jobs this week alone, but a lot of them are repeat customers that want to add stuff. So, um, for us, but I'd say middle of October, end of October at the latest, the first year we signed up, we didn't even have a training. We had a big manual that was like this big and we're at me and Brett are at the first job and he's like putting lights up and I'm reading, <laughs> like, this is how you do it. And you know, it was, it probably, the, the homeowner knew, we told him up front and everything. He's still a customer actually to this day, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, our first intersecting customer for lights are, um, but yeah, um, I'd say about then you need to, um, the, the beauty of this is, is the training sets you up hit the ground running. We go over everything. We go over, you know, what, what the basic uh, lights are and what kind you need to do, how to do sales, how to do marketing for the, um, we literally teach you everything. How do we actually do a hands-on training the second day for most of the day out, out outside. So mm -hmm. we actually show you how to wrap the trees. We show you how to wrap the bushes. I mean, you think it'd be easy, but it's really not. Most people come to it and they're like, I never would have even thought that's how you do that. Like hmm. I would just done it. Like I do it at my house. And it yeah. looks like that. Um, <laughs> It's not super hard. Most people can pick it up pretty quick. It's just showing you those tricks that the veterans know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. And that's what makes you, instead of your learning curve being like, you know, like this slowly, we're going to make it where you're growing like that. Um, so we, we literally go over everything. I mean, it's a, it's a long two days from like nine to five both days. Um, but you know, it's, it's really good. Um, and it, it includes two people there. You can pay for more, but the price includes two people. Um, and because we love Bobby so much, we're actually going to offer a deal. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's normally 1495 for the two day training for two mm -hmm. people. Um, and, but we're going to, um, if y'all mentioned Clippa Walker, Clippa so Walker, all right. C I L I P A Walker. When you call in or send an email, um, they will get it for 1295 for two people. Ooh, so two Now that's C L I P A, yeah. not C I L yeah. right. C L I P A. Walker. Yep. Yep. That's awesome, dude. So journey of new entrepreneur listeners, Clippa Walker, and you say, what is that? 300 bucks? Is that what I'm 200 bucks, 200 bucks, saving 200 bucks. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. All right. Good deal. Guys. And I'm gonna, let me I'm down. Gonna up, yeah. I'm going to give out the phone number too, real quick. They can call yep. and talk to the girls in the office in case they don't want to go online. And the, the phone number is probably the easiest and quickest way. Okay. It is 888-936-7256. 7256 and just mention that uh that discount code to get the discount and you can tell them whichever training you want to go to um doesn't matter which one um and that's good for two people we they take you out they they provide lunches both days and they take you out to a social the first night um nice. so dinner is paid for that night so, so really you're just paying for your hotel and your to get there okay awesome that is that is so exciting Love that. I'll uh, get that up on the show notes as well. So for everyone listening, you should be able to pull your phone out of your pocket, slide up and see the phone number and the website and the uh, discount code all right there for you. So, and again, exactly. yep. being the nerd that I am, how cool is it that as I was saying that some of you actually did that and was looking at it as I said it, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm weird like that, but I think it's cool stuff. So 
Um, so now talk a little, unless you don't, you're not ready to change gears. Tell us about the other side, you know, the license. Yeah, yeah. How's that work? Um, yeah. So the other side of it is a licensee deal. It's kind of like a cooperative marketing is what you're paying for. So how it works out is it's all zip code population based. So the first year, you um, if your area is available, it's exclusive. So um, like I have a good part of Atlanta. If you tried to come and take my area in Atlanta, they're going to tell you, no, it's already taken. Yep. Um, but if your area is available, it's zip code based. Um, up to the first year, they don't like you to go above 500,000 population because they want kind of want you to get your feet wet. They don't want somebody coming in and taking a huge area and then getting pretty much drowning um, in leads. So up to 500,000 population the first year. Um, and that price is, uh, $5,000, but the best thing with that is whatever you pay for the training, they take out of that. So if you do the training first and then you set to sign up, we'll take that 1295 off of it. Yeah. So, um, so with that, you get that exclusively based that's for residential leads in your area. Um, they do, they push all the SEO and AdWords for your area. So when you sign up, they pretty much take a 30 mile radius around your home base Mm -hmm. and they start pushing it to all the city pages there and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you start getting the leads and they, they go on the website. If you go to wehandchristmaslights.com right now and you type in my zip code, uh, our, our contact form would come up and you just fill out a contact form and you hit send. If you hit send right now, my phone would ding and I get an email saying this person wants a lead. Awesome. Now, if you call the 800 number, it's the same thing with the zip code, it'll call to my office line mm-hmm. and, um, same thing. So it's all exclusive based for your area. Um, I think last year, every area is different. Atlanta is a top four market. So, um, I know that. So we got like 225 leads to them last year, I think, Oh wow! Uh, which was phenomenal. I don't really have to do my much else marketing wise because we get so many. Yeah. I know some other guys that don't, but, um, we think we have, as of last year, I think we had 62 licensees across the United States and Canada. Um, we'll probably have close to 80, I bet this year at the end of the year. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a great system pretty much if, especially for the guys that are starting out that don't have a big business in place and have somebody that does your marketing and you yeah. know, all that. If I told you, you pay us $5,000 and you can do $50,000 of work. Would you do it, Bobby? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> right. That's a great hell return, yeah. right? It's absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's pretty much a lot of people the first year that, um, as long as you're on a one man operation, if you can get a couple helpers, you can probably do 40, 50,000 your first year. Easy. Wow. Um, yeah. We had some guys that one guy last year that did 140 his first year. Uh, we had another guy, um, in Seattle that did 88 his last year, his first year. We trained, I trained him up in last year in Portland, Oregon. Um, so, so the question to the listeners is for yeah. how, how would you like to, uh, you know, make that $50,000 in the winter time when normally you're making zero thinking, Holy crap, I didn't put enough money back. Um, so on and so forth. So that's, yeah. uh, that's good stuff, man. Yeah. And then I was going to kind of touch on the, um, if you, if you don't mind on the, um, what the, how much you're going to make profit wise first year versus second and on, um, so that way listeners can kind of get a grasp on that. So how we, we tell you to do it is we, we, treat, we teach you to lease the lights to the customers rather than selling it to them because mm-hmm. then it's your inventory, you own it. Um, if a customer doesn't go with you next year, you take those lights and put them on another house and they're already paid for. Yeah. Um, we use the lights for about four to five seasons. Um, if you're by the coast, you might only get two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to know that. You have that figured in on your prices because the salt. Now, by the coast, is that like right on the water or yeah, like right on the water? No, not, like, not Orlando, but no. Like a you'd have to be like over. Yeah, 
like right. Cocoa Beach and stuff, you know, yeah. and stuff. Um, over by you. But so the first year you're going to make a profit of probably 30 to 40% in there your first year. Cause you got to buy the materials and everything you got to get and stuff on those jobs, the repeat year, or the, at least those lights, you're going to make, uh, usually most people are going to make somewhere between 70 upwards, maybe of 80, depending on how your business is running and everything, how lean it is, hmm. uh, profit. So you're making a lot more profit that second, third and fourth year on those lights. But how it starts working is, your first year, I tell people, you know, you'll make a little bit of money. You might not make make a killing, but you're going to do some revenue. You're going to keep your guys busy. You're going to make a paycheck, but you might not make a big profit. Yeah. But that's okay. You have all that that you have all that material, maybe twenty thousand dollars of material. That twenty thousand dollars worth of material is going to make you seventy five percent profit next year. Yeah. And if you add another fifty, you're back at that lower percentage. But by the time you get to year three and four, you're sitting there and you're like, holy cow, like. I have all this money in my bank account at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, now then you have the problem with your CPA calling you saying you got to get rid of some of this money and you need to go <laughs> buy something and stuff, you know, or do yeah. something or pay yourself, whatever. Um, but so that's, that's the beauty of the lights. And that's why a lot of guys really enjoy getting into it. Um, and can eventually do that. Even if it's something like you're saying, maybe you get one crew going, you know, next year doing that, but you still keep your guys, mm-hmm doing the power washing and everything. And maybe that gives you the, the availability to keep those guys on through the winter time. And then bam, you have another crew already started for next spring. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we actually use that a lot to our advantage is use the money from the lights and help it keep, uh, kickstart the spring. So we really hit, hit the gates running, uh, versus kind of like, you know, coming out and like, Oh, we're cash poor. We have cash sitting there. So we can, if we need to go buy another skid or whatever, a truck or whatever, we, we can do that. So nice. That's um, good stuff, man. dude, this, it's, su- it's such, I, you're, you're saying all this and I'm just like, I'm getting excited. I'm like, I gotta do Christmas lights. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I just can't this year. I just can't. And I'm, I keep, cause I, as you're talking, I'm like strategizing. I'm like, how can I make this happen? You know what? No, no. You, like, this is one thing. If we've had guys, I guys I talked to the huge convention last year. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. I want to do it. They came up this year and signed up. Yeah, because yeah. they weren't ready. Mm-hmm. They said, "I'm not ready." I know that. And I said, "You know what?" I said, "That's awesome." I said, "You know the worst. The the too bad we didn't do this earlier. You could have made it to the Orlando training and done Orlando training at least. Yeah. What you could have done is paid for that, got your feet wet, maybe done your house, maybe done one or two friends' houses, or maybe did a job." here or there and got paid and you could have paid for the training at least mm-hmm. um and got your feet wet that's why i tell some guys i'm like hey if you're thinking about it maybe just do a couple jobs you know dabble in it do 10 grand or something and just kind of see how you like it that way you pay for your training and everything yep. but then you really can hit it big next year so that's yeah. that's always an option i tell some guys some guys just wait until next year and that's fine um I can't guarantee the prices aren't going to go up or whatnot um mm-hmm. the prices might be more next year who knows you know they might yeah, add some yeah. stuff to it um we try not to, you know, go up way too much on it with the, with the trainings and stuff. We've actually gone down in price over the years um, because we've had a lot more people in the training. So it's been able to, mm-hmm. we've been able to go down on the price yeah. than what we used to. Cause we used to have more like just like two or three people in a class or four people, five people. Now it's like 16, 30, you know, people in a class. So, um, but we usually have two trainers there and everything. So, but yeah, the, the, the Wee and Crystal Sites thing, it's great. Um, then they also, if your area is available and nobody has it and you don't want to sign up for Wee and Christmas Lights, but nobody's in the area, you can buy leads, just leads from them. Okay. Um, $25 a lead for residential. 
And, um, but the, the bad thing with that is, is say, 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 uh, somebody in, I don't know, Austin, Texas right now is buying leads. Mm-hmm. We'll say tomorrow I get somebody calls me up from your show and wants to sign up in Austin, Texas. Well, guess what? That guy just lost his lead source. Yeah. Yep. So well, I think one, uh, that one thing I think guys that are listening to this or gals that are listening to this that are thinking, okay, this, I've got a pressure washing company. I've got a maid service. I've got a window cleaning company. I've got a whatever. And this would be a great, well, maid service probably wouldn't be a great addition because that's year round. But uh, if you're looking for that supplement, okay. Yeah. But regardless, if you're looking at starting this and you're excited, I think something that um, you need to uh, that you need to remember is do all the little things right at the beginning of your business because just imagine if you've been in business for two or three or four years. And you haven't listened to everyone when we say get an email for every customer you have. Use oh, a yeah. CRM so you can put all of those people in there. Because think of this. If you have been doing that and you want to start Christmas lights, so not only do you get, you know, we'll say that 50K that, that you're going to do through this program with, you know, we hang Christmas lights, but you can send out email blasts to your current customer base. And if you're doing a good job and they love you, man. You, you guys are just that much further ahead. You, you might, you might have another $2,000 of work in there. You might have another $30,000 of work just from one email that goes out to all your customers saying, Hey, by the way, you loved us when we did this. We also do lights too, you know, yeah. and it, it's awesome. This, this is actually really exciting. I, I'm not going to do it this year. I'm not going to do it this year. I'm not going to do it this year, but I hope I can do it next year. So this, this oh, man, it's, so. I hope you do, Bobby. It's a, it's a, it's a great thing. I signed up two of the people in my Conquer group actually this year, oh, but really? they're, they're to the stages of businesses comparable to a mine and revenue. So they can, they have the manpower and the guys to yeah. be able to say, let's take a crew and put them towards this. Yep. And they're both in Indiana and um, Pennsylvania. So they, they really shut down. One of them does fleet washing. So he, he doesn't really shut down. The other one owns a tree service, but he gets really slow. So for them, it's great fits. Cause even Tim was telling them, Tim was like, I don't want you to lose focus off what you're doing. He's like, but honestly, I think this would be great for you both of y'all. He's like, cause you know, sometimes you need to know, in business, you need to stay in your lane and get yeah. hyper focus on that until you get to the point where okay, now I can take some time and put it towards exactly. this. Yeah, I couldn't um, couldn't agree more because it it is a juggling act. I'm not going to lie right now. Yeah, um, like especially this time of year right now, I, I, I'm I'm juggling both. Um, for me, I do all the sales for our company right now. I'm in the transition of moving one of our uh, guys that's been with us for six years into sales. Um, so hopefully, and then probably hire another salesperson come the first of the year. But right now I've been doing all of it. So you're talking almost a million dollars in sales. I've, I've done all this year and that's a lot on one person. Yeah. Like yeah. The service-based business. That's a lot, you know, that's a whole lot. Yeah, that really so is. it's, it's, it's not, you know, in trying to, I, I run the whole company. Like I'm the, I'm the acting like president, CEO, whatever you want to call it, you know? Um, so I, I'm doing all that stuff and everything, but that's why I kind of need some help because I can't, I can't grow anymore. Yeah. on that capacity for, for what I can do. Yep. Um, I know that. So I know that's what we're at, but, um, yeah, it's a great business. I mean, if guys have any questions, um, I also don't mind giving my number out and everything at the end. Um, okay. we well, let me ask this, what's easier for you? Maybe you want to give your number out. Maybe you don't, uh, do you want to like tell them how to find you on Facebook or something or yeah, so, well, yeah I guess that's good. Yeah. Let's do Facebook. It might be easier for you, better yeah. for you if you, do, if you don't I'll do Facebook in my email. Um, okay. That way, so Facebook, just look up Ryan Fox, um, yep. 
and uh, you'll find me. I'm, you know, I'm friends with Bobby. I'm friends yeah, with mutual friend. Yeah, if you're friends with me, you'll be you'll have a mutual friend. Um, and then my email for that would be ryan.fox at wehangchristmaslights.com. All right, fox at wehang. Okay, cool. Yeah, Christmas lights. Right. So it's really easy. I mean, they reach out to me and they have questions. Um, you know, they're they're not sure. They're on the fence. They want some more information. Because if they call the office, they're going to talk to the girls, and they don't know the nuts and bolts of everything. They can sign you up for the training, and they can give you some basic knowledge, but they don't know, you know, everything. If they have somebody that calls about that, they'll usually refer you to me or some other. It's one of the other. The we have another me and Brett, and there's one other trainer besides the owners, um, Luke Jensen, and he does just lights year round, um, landscape lighting, and he's out of Jersey. So um, they would usually refer us to one of the one of us because, you know we know all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, and then if there is anybody listening to the podcast that just happens to already do lights, we also have, um, Clippa buyers group. So if you go to Clipper, Clippa buyers group.com, I believe it is. Um, we, we have about, I can't remember. It's over 10 vendors. I think of that we've actually vetted and that are some, uh, preferred vendors for us that, um, they sell a variety of different stuff from, you know, just lights up to huge displays and stuff, um, tower trees and everything. And, um, but you go on there, it's free to register and you get our discounts. So, um, especially smaller guys, you're going to get a way better discount than if you go in there and buy $10,000 yourself. Now, if you're already buying a hundred thousand dollars from the vendor, you might be getting a better discount. Yeah. What we're doing is we're just using our buying power, um, across the board to get everybody discounts. So go on there, register anybody that wants to, even if you want to just dabble and buy lights for your house this year to mess around on it, you're not sure. Um, go on there, you can register. It's really easy. Um, and then we also have uh, uh, the Facebook page. Um, just type in CLIPA, C-L-I-P-A, um, and it'll ask you a couple questions. You have to answer the questions. They won't let you in. Yeah. Uh, I think there's about, we're pushing close to 3,000 members in there right now, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. So I want to say it's over 20 might be close to 2,900. I'm not sure. I haven't looked recently on how many is on there, but um, answer the questions you'll get in there. Um, tons of great information in there and everything on, you know, people ask questions and, you know, how to's and stuff. And we, we try to moderate it and make sure there's no jack legs in there, you know, getting mad at the people asking newbie questions and stuff. Cause yeah, we don't want, we don't want those kind of people in there, you know? Yep. yep. I couldn't agree more. So that, that adds value to a group like that when, well, I don't need to elaborate on that. That's a, that's a good yeah. thing. That's a good thing. So, but yeah, so that's pretty much, that's what we do. Um, I mean, it's, it's great. I love Christmas lights. It's probably my favorite time of the year for our business. Um, super busy, but it's super rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, you know, Christmas is a totally different kind of sale than it is doing power washing and gutter cleaning. It's not a need. It's a want, mm-hmm. but people want to get it done. Um, and they have an emotional tie to it. So yeah. you have to, you have to, you know, go into that emotional tie with those people and talk to them and, you know, Oh, is your, your, your house going to be beautiful. You're going to have the most, you know, beautiful lights. It's going to be really festive and they get, you know, they get all excited and warm feeling and, you know, um, so that well, it would be, I've never, you know, I've only hung Christmas lights in my house once or twice, but it is, you know, what a good thing to be selling. It's like, it's kind of like selling toys for adults. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, um, when when you get to a point where a if christmas lights are important to you as an adult and b you have the money to pay someone to do it yeah i can i could see that you know they'd be, you'd be giddy they'd be oh my gosh we're doing people aren't all excited usually because the pressure washing is getting done on thursday 
but I guarantee you couple people, couple people are you get a well, couple some people. are but yeah, yeah you get my point you know, like, <laughs> you know some people are like oh my god my lights are going up Thursday I can't wait Thursday night to take a photo and post it online and brag about how great the house looks so oh yeah that's yeah I mean, good people, stuff. people absolutely love it the thing I have to uh, when I when I'm especially when I'm teaching the training I tell guys I said you're not your ideal customer yeah because I'm not going to pay someone three grand to hang lights on my house yep my house, I could pay someone through, that's what it would probably cost me if I wanted to do my house up really good, mm. really well, but I wouldn't. But so I tell people, they're like, well, I'm not going to pay that. I'm like, I know you're not, but there are people out there that will. I thought the same thing when we first signed up and I was doing, it. I'm like, no one's going to pay me. You know, I was thinking a thousand dollars at the time. I'm like, no one's going to pay me a thousand dollars. You know what? There's plenty of people. Are. We go to houses and they have holes in like, like rotting, rotting places on their roof and on their house. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're like, Hey, you know, you have rot up there. Yeah, I know. Like, well, why are you paying $2,500 for lights? And they're like, you know, I don't say that. I'm just thinking that in the back of my yeah. mind. Like, but who am I to judge them? You know, like if they want lights, we're going to put lights up. I bet, yeah. <laughs> if someone's going to do it, it might as well be me. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing with it. But I mean, so you got to remember that when you're out selling because you're not your ideal customer. And yeah. like, you know, there's plenty of people out there that will pay a thousand, three thousand dollars. I mean, we do, I've done houses that are ten, twelve thousand $12,000. I mean, I know licensees that have done thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars rent residential jobs. Holy crap! Yeah, I mean, wow. you know, so that's the size of my commercial jobs. I mean, we got those commercial jobs we're doing are seventy, eighty thousand, you know, between those two, um, and that's 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 where some of the really good money is once you get into the commercial. But I wouldn't recommend going off those commercial jobs until you're been doing it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a totally different beast. The sales cycle takes way longer. I mean, I, yeah. I had to work on selling those from like May mm-hmm. to October, you know, back and forth and everything. But it's a it's a great business. There's tons of money there, and it's only growing. It's only getting bigger every year. I see more and more lights out and driving around, and I talk to other people, and they're talking about about the how many more jobs they're doing. And I mean, it's and you think that your area might not have people that pay to put up lights? I guarantee you, they do. Yeah, yeah. I know people in little. I don't know if you know Hayden Simmons. I Jim don't. Tall six seven guy. I don't think I do. Okay. Oh, is he a? I think I saw him last year. Is it Gentle Giant guy? Is that yeah, it? Gentle Giant. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah. So he's been doing lights. Um, he's a good buddy of mine. Um, he's been doing lights in Champaign, Illinois. It's like a teeny little small town, mm-hmm. you know. And he does lights. And I think he, uh, I think he'll, he'll he'll probably do. He's been doing it a couple of years now, but he's by himself. Well, him or one or two guys, and I think he'll do about a hundred grand this year. Wow. You know, maybe seventy five hundred. I don't know somewhere in there. But I mean, he's you know he's very content doing that. I mean. It's just him and one or two guys and that's it, you know? So um, there's tons of like money to be made and it doesn't matter where you're at. I mean, big cities obviously are easier, um, but the little ones, I, I tell guys sometimes it's even better to be in a little city because everybody knows you. Mm-hmm. And so once yeah. the word gets out that you do lights, then, then like people, are, Oh, the restaurant over here that you go to all the time wants lights and the bank that you bank at wants lights. And you know, your, your best buddy's grandmother said, I didn't know that you can pay someone to do that. I'm going to pay you to do that. You know? So, and then it gets out where me and Atlanta, you know, we work such a vast area. I mean, I drive 40 minutes just to get to my office cause yeah. you know, and stuff. I mean, so, you know, yeah. it's so spread out here, but yeah, it's, it's a great business, man. I mean, I think anybody that's thinking about getting into it, if you have any questions, reach out to me. Oh. Um, reach out to my business partner. You can reach out to him. If it's mine, I can help you on the technical side too, but mine's, I'm really going to help you on the business side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the sales and the business and the marketing, my b- business partner, if you look him up online, he doesn't mind either. It's Brett Madison, M A T T I S O N. You can look him up on Facebook. Um, he knows the, he's out actually putting, doing every job. So 
he knows that kind of he's that side of it really well. All right. Well, listen, yeah. let's let's do this, Ryan. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, yeah. But before I get to the end for me, because I do have one more question, and if you listen to my podcast, you know what. Yeah, I know it is. But before we get to it, a <laughs> uh, couple things: clippawebsite.com. That's where you can get the information for the training and just kind of general information about the the program. Uh, you can call the number eight eight eight. Nine three six seven two five six, and then uh, you can just get Ryan Fox on uh, on Facebook. I'll put the other information in the show notes, and as well as all that that I just read off, so you guys can uh, just look at that, copy it, paste it into your browser or phone, and get busy making money. So, Ryan, let me paint the picture for you, okay? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with what I did with the last one. There's this post-apocalyptic kind of thing. So imagine like maybe uh, Mad Max kind of stuff or maybe uh, yeah. The Walking Dead. You know, it's like cities are there, but they're overgrown. And, and there's, no, there's no zombies out, but you, you have to get from like point A to point B. So yeah, you've got to get from, uh, you know, you, you were down here in, I forget what city it was down here in Florida where you said you had a big job. And this this bomb dropped or whatever. And now you've got to get back to Atlanta okay. to get back to the family. Okay. So you're traveling up through Florida and you're like fighting off gators and all this stuff. <laughs> and, you know, you got your employees with you. And after probably two months of, of this travel, because, you know, you're on foot and it's just it, two months of hard, hard, hard travel and you got to kill things to eat it. You get to Atlanta. And you're excited. You're like, oh, my God, I'm just a couple hours away from seeing my family and everything. And right before you get there, there's like a new warlord in town. Yeah. And he, um, he sees you, you know, and he has his guys, and they, they, they capture you. And they take you there to the, the stadium where the, the Falcons play. Yep. And they've got you stored down kind of like in the lower – you know, back in the locker room area and they, they got you tied up and everything. And they're like, all right, you're going to have a fight to the death. We're about to take you out here to the middle of the Falcons arena and you're going to fight to the death. And if you survive, you, you get your freedom. You go, you see your family, you do your thing. You're good. If you don't, well, then you don't, you know, so that's how it is. The arena is going to be full thousands of people. And you get a choice. You can choose to fight to the death one horse-sized duck or 1,000 duck-sized horses. It starts, and it doesn't stop till you know, the, there's a winner. You don't get breaks. You don't get nothing. You're just going middle of the football field. What say you? Just my bare hands, right? Uh, yes, just your bare hands. Okay. I think I think I do the thousand uh, uh, duck-sized horses. Yeah, I think I think uh, you know I'm not a small guy, so I think I could uh, I think I could overpower those things. You know, I think I could kick yeah. them, stomp on them, and just step on them. Yeah, uh, punching them, and you know, just I got you. Right in the head, you know, just knock them out, and like I think that would be. I think I think you. Yeah, I think that would be a lot. Uh, it'd be more of them. So you'd have to be smart about it, like logistically, like how you go about them. Yeah. But that that one, one horse-sized duck, I mean. Well, let me ask you this question. I mean, like, let's say you had to fight the horse-sized duck. Let's say you had to. Okay. 
out of 10 times, how many times do you think you win? One or two. Uh, you see, I'm saying zero. I don't think I'd ever, I don't think people appreciate the ferocity of a horse sized duck. You know, I, I recorded, I've got a few episodes I've recorded that I haven't released yet. So I don't want to say who this person is, but they also chose the horse sized duck. And I'm like, you're in the same boat as Elena and the same boat as Dan Plata of doing Dan, yeah, Dan And I'm like, what, what's wrong with you guys? There's no way you'd be able to, to kill this duck. But anyway, actually, yeah. So it's <laughs> a funny story about Dan real quick. We, uh, we, I trained him up. We used to do online training for mm-hmm. Christmas lights, um, from new Orleans, the huge convention. I signed him up. So I met Dan, but now we're part of those blue skies, um, thing. Oh, really? and everything so yeah so when his name my name came across his desk one day he called me and he was like i didn't even know you were with us and i was like yeah man so yeah That's i've known cool. him for a couple of years now so dan's a great guy he is a great guy i'm helping with promoting one of their they've got a little financial workshop coming yes, up all right. yep and uh so but I, dan dan's a cool dude i'm gonna be hanging out with him in nashville here pretty soon so it's gonna be fun but but listen guys first off ryan thank you for being on the show yeah, thank really, you. Really appreciate it, man. Uh, this has been this has been a fun one. This this is I mean they're they're all fun, but this this has been a good one. Your your story was great. Um, I love how you're just cutthroat with your family and you're like, screw you, brothers and sisters, you ain't getting back in the business. <laughs> uh, I, I respect that. And then of course you gave the right answer on the duck thing. So uh, so props to you for that, um, guys, listeners. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, you know, doing this podcast, it's just a, I don't know, it was kind of a bucket list thing for me. I just, I wanted to always do a podcast and it's already way better than I ever thought it would be. And I'm not saying that it's the most amazing thing ever, but you know what? We got some really good people on here that give some really great uh, uh, insight and, and great information, including the one that we just did. And I'm really proud of it. And um, just thank you guys. You're, you are literally like a part of a, a dream. You're a part of my bucket bucket list because you're listening to this. So thank you so much for that. And as always, remember, if you're not doing the things that you want to do in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing those things, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.